He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel. At long last, I figured I would do my podcast again. Uh, apologies uh, for the delay, but I'm back. We're back. Uh, awkwardwithevan.com, at awkwardwithevan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can listen to this on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that fun stuff. And of course, on Apple Podcasts, you can write your five-star reviews and share away. Uh, because I feel so guilty for not having done a podcast in a long time, there was one uh, interview I had with a Facebook friend, and it had been in the can, as we like to say. Uh, she's been, this interview was like five months ago, and uh, it's timeless, though. And uh, this was when I was even – before I'd even moved. I'd moved in May, and I talked to her in, in April as we were uh, trying to move, and uh, she was helpful with that. Um, my Facebook friend is Renee Dahlquist. Uh, she's from the Pacific Northwest. I got to know her, I guess, during my, my college promotion travels. And, uh, you know, I just want to catch up with her, uh, verify how we knew each other, uh, see how Seattle is treating her, and uh, ask her some mortgage questions when I needed them. So maybe uh, for you guys looking to relocate, uh, she is someone you can go to, especially if you're in the Pacific Northwest. So without further ado, here's my talk with Renee Gokugs Dahlquist. Socially awkward with Evan Wexel. I have gone to my Facebook friends once again as I have exited the 80s. We are in the 90s. We are not going for any themes. I just wanted to talk to this person. And her name is Renee Dahlquist. Hello, dear. Hello. <laughs> and I take it, are you in Seattle right now? I am. Yeah, okay. I live in Seattle. So I appreciate the West Coast time. Thank oh, you for that. Wonderful. <laughs> it, makes, it makes things easier. Yeah. Um, I guess the first question is just to double check. How do we know each other? So I worked for an entertainment board at my college at mm -hmm. WSU. And I'm pretty sure we met at like a NACA okay. or some kind of um, showcase event. Okay. Because I can't. That's <laughs> that's like what I can think of it would be because that's the time period fits and I have I added other people from shows like that. Oh, so nice. that's what I think it is. Oh, nice. Because I don't know if I added you or you added me. Um, but either way, it worked out. Yeah. So so you were with Washington State in yes. Wazoo. Yep. Okay. I had done one show there one time. Um, it was for the fraternity, for Theta Chi. Oh, okay. Was, okay. This was and years ago. Yeah, I was there. I worked on the board. It was from like 2007 to 2010, I okay. think, was when I was there. And um, so it might have been from that or from one of the NACA. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a Theta Chi, so I probably just bugged them. It was just weird because yeah. I did it where I was in, you know, like their animal house of a fraternity one day. Mm -hmm. And then 10 miles away is, is Moscow, yep. Idaho. Yeah. And I did yep. theirs, which was like, you know, perfect angels. And, yep. uh, but they had a lovely meat locker of cold cuts. So I took some money <laughs> off the price. Um, but it was cool to have that, that, uh, proximity of those two big schools. Yeah. Did you yeah. go there yourself? 
to go to, yeah, to Wazoo. After. No, oh yeah, I went to Wazoo. Yeah. Okay, great. How how was your time there? It was it was awesome. You know, I <clears throat> I had never been to the campus before I drove on to be a student. Yeah. And my aunt was a Coug, so I kind of had it drilled into me right. from before. And there's just it's a small town and it's really just all it's just the college really. Right, the college is the town. And that's I just love it so much. It's it really is home to me. My experience was wonderful. I my friends that I met there, lifelong friends. One of my best friends, who was my freshman roommate in the dorms, her and her husband just got married. They got married on campus last summer. Whoa! So we just had kind of like a big reunion, and it it, it was awesome. And I love being a Coug. It's a big family, and we have some awesome traditions and I, I really just loved it. Did you sometimes get like alumni magazines from, from Wazoo just to, do they yeah. have that? Yeah, I get alumni stuff. I, I donate to the Cougar Athletic Fund. So oh, I get cool. a lot of stuff from, um, from them and they send out, you know, quarterly stuff and whatnot. But I try to stay fairly connected in what's going on. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes they have in my school, they have the, in the magazine, there's the photos of all the weddings. So like, they oh, have yeah. like, they usually have like the wedding, the only, like only the Tufts people or only the Wazoo people like in the yeah, photo. They and then, did, they did, um, on fourth or not on fourth of July on Valentine's day, they had like a send us your pictures and well, they did okay. showcases on Facebook. Oh, okay. So then what brought you then from, from Pullman? I remember it's Pullman yeah. all the way back to Seattle. Like what's. Um, for work. Yeah. So after I left uh, Pullman, I got a job in the mortgage business. Sure. So I've actually been in mortgage. Nice. I'll have since... a question for you after this, but yes. Go okay. On. <laughs> yeah. So I've been in mortgage since 2012 um, after I left Pullman and just been doing that since moved around a bit in companies. And then I just moved companies last fall. So how is Seattle overall? Are you from Seattle originally? Or are you from so, I'm actually from a really, really small town north of Seattle, about two hours north. Okay. It's called Nooksack. Nice. That's a and great name. That yeah, would be a wrestler name. Right. Over, <laughs> like, you can see Canada from my house, basically. Nice. <laughs> so real close to the border and just a small town. So I usually tell people I'm from Bellingham because that's the closest, biggest city. Yeah, I once did their Was Western Washington. I yeah, think, yeah, there. Western. Yeah, very, very hippie. It was cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bellingham is very hippie. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. It's beautiful. But I, I so I love Seattle and I came back here. Um, I always kind of knew I would want to live either in Seattle or in Bellingham, somewhere a little bit bigger yeah. than a town. Yeah. And I love it. Um, the rain is meh, but yeah. you get over it pretty quickly and the summers definitely make up for it. It's gorgeous during the summer. I think the rain's kind of nice. I mean, I would just like it just for like we it rains like three months out of the year in L.A. Right. And it's like nine months of nothing. And you're just kind of like, eh, it's too much dust. <laughs> yeah. And it really does actually rain a lot, either a lot less or a lot differently than most people think. Because right. most people just assume like pouring rain all the time. And it rarely ever like actually pours rain. Like if you're in the South and you get a rainstorm, it's mm -hmm. just like a constant mist <laughs> of like just being wet. And it's more cloudy really than rainy. Um, but our summers, we have light until like 10 p.m. in the summertime. It's gorgeous. Have you ever been to Bainbridge Island? Oh, yes. Yep. Been to Bainbridge uh, Island a couple times. It's very like Twilight movies. That's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been out all the way to the um, like the peninsula or I guess, yeah, the peninsula where 
Twilight was actually filmed, oh, wow. but it was filmed in Washington. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah. There, uh, or yeah, like we're Vancouver or wherever. Uh, it, it was in Forks, which is like up in the the corner area, I guess. <laughs> cool. So then in the mortgage land, people can go to you and they can be like, I need to get a loan. And I'm like, you're like, let's check it out. Let's yeah, you know, send yeah. me your stuff. Yeah, okay. that's pretty much it. Um, I'm technically an assistant, but right. I I've been with my um, loan officer for five years now. So we're really more of a partnership and nice. um, Yeah. So we just help people buy houses and we, we really do like it. It's fun. It's really exciting to help like people who have never bought a house before buy their first home. Oh, cool. And I'm sure, and your, your house values must be a lot friendlier than what's down where I am because it's kind of insane or I don't know what you, what do you experience in your area? I mean, Seattle has Expedia and Facebook and, Amazon. And so like we in the city of Seattle, it's in the house prices are pretty insane. Yeah. Um, but they've, they've come down a bit in the last like six months, but yeah. we had a big flux and rent prices were up and everything, but Ooh. then it, it started to even out kind of in the last year. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard to buy a, for a normal person who doesn't work in tech and make a ton of money. Right. It's hard to buy a house in Seattle. Yeah, what happened was I, I had a weird saga where we're, we're selling our townhouse and we sold it to our neighbor. And our neighbor, na- because I think our neighbor wants to move his mother in law into our house oh, once yeah, yeah. we live. <laughs> so, which is going to be convenient. The, the hang up that we've had, and by and it's kind of good because then we wouldn't have been able to even attempt what we first tried to do, which was um, are you familiar with like prefab housing or manufactured homes? Sort of. We we just had. We haven't done them in a long time, but we actually just did a manufacture home. Oh no way! Because I yeah. well, we found like our dream home, which was manufactured. Uh-huh. Um, but we were because this one was hold up, held up. What's going on with what's with our home? Like it wouldn't work out anyway. But uh, I mean, John Oliver just did like a you know an expose on that whole area. But my thing is like we sold it. Have you ever dealt with HOAs? Yeah. Because wow. what, what's hanging up ours is apparently in our neighborhood, of which I'm in an HOA and we are. Right. There's like some pending lawsuit or there's like a new lawsuit and stuff like that. And does like, does that just make banks run the other way or it, can it still go through? Um, so if it's in litigation, right. it's kind of a hard stop. For because most of the loans all go through the same like federal investor, right? Fannie Mae. So it's a Fannie Mae rule that if it's if a condo or if it's a, if an, any kind of HOA property right. is in litigation, you have to wait until it's resolved until the loan can close. Right. I don't know if some banks. Um, do it differently if it's a portfolio loan because that means that they hold the servicing and they hold everything so it might be different in that case but in most cases the litigation is a big problem right because i think like my wife is harassing the buyer's lender and it's just (laughs) like he's like gonna go to a new lender and i don't know if it's like the bank wants us to change one word in a letter from a lawyer that has to be written because there's really no yeah, risk. There's like but... all these documents they have to get from the HOA. Yeah. And what basically once they know that it's in litigation or there could be a problem, it's like opening Pandora's box. Sure. They have to figure it all out and figure out because it could be 
that the tenants end up paying a ton of money. So say they end up having to settle or whatever, and there's a $200,000 assessment on the whole community. And then they split it up over all of the people who live there. If it ends up being a significant portion of money, it's going to make their payment too high that they might not be able to pay their home loan. So that's, that's where most of the issue comes through. But then the HOA has insurance, I would think. I think they have for stuff like this. I'm not sure. Yeah. It, like I said, each HOA, yeah, HOA is different. Right. Each HOA is different. And I don't know, since it's like an underwriter thing, who's the person, that's the person who like underwrites the file for all the legal stuff yeah. and the stuff and blah, blah, blah. Um, they kind of go over it all. And there's usually special condo departments and they go back and forth with the HOA. But if it's like, actively in litigation i think i think every lender yeah is gonna have a problem <laughs> okay so then do, yeah. do we would eventually probably have to cancel or would there just be like we just have escrow open forever and- i've seen both happen i've seen it where the buyers were like okay well we're not gonna try to buy this right now then and they'll just back out or they've had it where they're like, we love the place we want to wait let's see what happens and sometimes the hoa can kind of maybe tell you how long they think it'll take, but it's, it's legal stuff. So you never yeah. really, that's the problem. I feel like this thing, I think it started like three years ago, but I don't know if there's like a new thing, but I know units in the community have sold as recently as December and yeah. that there's even new open houses in our community. So interesting. I wonder see. who, if you know any of the people who sold recently, maybe you can try to find out who the lender was right. and then, and then maybe what their issue was. Yeah. 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 Because HOA Cause said there's never been an issue stopping transactions. So it might just yeah, be the buyer's lenders are very small. Because usually if there's an issue with litigation, the community is aware of it. Yeah. So maybe. So I'm not sure. Hmm. I can't walk over to that person's house and be like, can you suspend your litigation while our sale goes through? That'd be great. <laughs> I wish it were that easy. <laughs> okay. It's a very nonsensical thing. That's It's very like silly. And it's right. a, as they usually are when lawyers become involved. So right. Exactly. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, what, Hopefully it all works out okay. Good. So then when... When when mortgage Renee goes away, what what are your other interests? What where else so, can we find you? Um, we my boyfriend and I um we are big sports fans. Nice. <laughs> so um a lot of the time we will be at either CenturyLink or it's called T-Mobile Park now, but I'm always going to think of it as Safeco Field. Right. We just had to change. And you guys are the best in team in baseball right now, right? We are. Unfortunately, the Astros are in town and they like to kick our asses yeah. on a yearly basis. So that's currently happening. But, you know, maybe today we'll we'll figure it out. Are getting seats to like Safeco or CenturyLink, is it, is it as big of it's like it is big to do or you can pretty much slide in um, wherever when you when you go? Well, there? you can pretty much for the Mariners. It's not as hard to get tickets. Those are pretty much available day of unless there's like. Maybe it'll be hard to get tickets the week of Edgar's Hall of Fame ceremony, oh, yeah. but but that um, but for the most part, you can buy your tickets day of no problem. Yeah. And for the Sounders, um, my boyfriend is part of a supporters group, okay. so they have kind of they have a group rate on tickets, so we always nice. get them through them. But we do have to get those pretty far in advance for the bigger matches because otherwise the, um, they'll be gone. Wait, the, is the Sounders the is that is that soccer? Yeah. Oh, so you don't don't go to Seahawks games? So we don't go to the Seahawks games because it's they're just so expensive. Oh, okay. 
those are really hard to get. The tickets <laughs> okay. are still really hard to get, even though we're not as good as we were a few years ago. Yeah. The tickets are still hard, hard to come by, and they're still pretty expensive unless you unless you can get tickets at value when they go on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hard to get, so we just watch those games at home or at a bar. Okay. Do yeah, Do but, you feel like being in Seattle that you 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 feel like you're part of? what the grunge scene was. Do you feel like there's a kinship with those bands Uh, that came out of there or is it? Yes and no. I mean, I do because I've grown up in the area, but I don't feel it as much as you would a few decades ago. Sure. You don't feel that. It just feels like there's such a tech boom in Seattle that it just feels, everything just feels kind of new. There's constantly buildings going up. Oh wow. And um, so Seattle just feels like it's changing a lot. (laughs) Um, where, okay. So I, what's the, I don't know what else I could ask you. Ari, what are your, what are your show picks? What are your TV shows of choice? What, what would you recommend? Um, so t- of course tonight we're going to be watching Game of Thrones. Okay. As it's <laughs> half of the country. Good. Yep. Yep. So we'll be doing that. Um, I'm a real big fan of the, uh, short comedic shows. So like usually you can find me watching, um, Parks and Rec, How sure. I Met Your Mother or The <laughs> Office on Hulu or Netflix. Oh yeah. Those are probably the ones I uh, go through new TV shows. I, I really like, um, like competition shows. So oh, cool. I still watch survivor. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's still going. They should just bring yeah. everyone back and just and, get it over um, with my favorite, my favorite like competition shows, the amazing race. Right. Just because I love getting to see what they do in all the other countries. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watch, uh, a competition show on MTV called the challenge, which has been around for like 20 years. (laughs) I've been watching it since I was a kid. Um, but so mostly comedies or, or competition shows or game of Thrones. (laughs) So if, so if you, now if you're ever in LA, you could obviously, you can apply to any of these game shows. You can find a game show audition like any week of the year. So if you ever, if I would be on any game shows, I would probably do, if I could pick any game show to be on, it would probably be, um wheel of fortune oh nice see i feel like i just had someone that was like the art director there for years and oh, she wow, and she cool. retired so now i'm like i don't know anyone there so now i feel like <laughs> i can because i play it every day so i'm like i think i could yeah. do well so yeah, we'll see that. uh nice um okay so let me turn it around then do you do you have um now actually no two two more things is facebook then for you is it more like a place to like post about issues do you keep it personal like i don't what's your, really not facebook i don't post a ton on my facebook anymore it's, yeah. i'm more on instagram and twitter right. um I, I keep my facebook but i'm not as as active it's kind of more for family and then i'm part of a few facebook groups that we have right. group chats where i'm pretty active in that nice. but as far as posting it's more family just stuff so my family knows what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> good that's good let them know because yeah on twitter they'll just get lost in the shuffle yeah twitter is a lot twitter is a lot of sports a lot of um political stuff yeah and a lot of stuff about my college it's mostly <laughs> the top three things you're gonna get out of twitter excellent um so let me turn around then do you do you have any questions for me this is our first ever conversation it i don't is, know I how much we talked back at naca or wherever it was right um <laughs> Where where the host hat? What anything you you're curious about, or since I've just reached out to you randomly like a, a day or two ago. Um. So what what was uh what gave you the idea to do this basically to just like 
Um, did you I, just decide to go through your Facebook when you oh, didn't have a guest? Or oh, did you no, have- no. I always, I, whenever, well, they, I mean, they I happen mean the in podcast, bunches. The whole podcast. Yeah. yeah. I, I made, I made a nice little, uh, movie trailer I'll share with you for the podcast, um, where I kind of made it like, like a moo and it's all just about me having this dumb podcast. So I know I can interview people pretty well. And mm-hmm. I actually, when I used to work at the New York city marathon, like after I stopped working there, sometimes they would fly me back in to just interview people because they just liked how I did it or however. But I'm like, I don't know. I just want to kind of just shoot the breeze. I have all these random people I've added. Some of some I know, some I've brushed with, brushed days with over the years, and some I have no idea, and some I just spammed. And you know, they're my friends, and I would I want to break down. I want to give them an opportunity to be found in in the internet world. Yeah. Someone's on looking for the new song by Renee Dahlquist. They'll be like, oh, <laughs> she didn't have a song out. Oh, but there's a podcast episode. So it's an opportunity to like let them be heard, but also just like, you know, just touch base with everyone. Cause you know, I've these, I've, you're, you're like, I'm in the 90s now. So it's kind of like, and yeah. I've, and I binged on it way back in the beginning while trying to like accumulate fans. Right. And it's different with that now. So, you know, some, it's just, it's just a way to just shoot the breeze when I have downtime. Um, it's especially good, like say after I do like a show and I'm just in the hotel and it's like, okay, who's available, who's online, yeah. and like, yeah, I think it's a cool idea. Um, it's fun. I listened to a couple episodes this morning, actually. Oh, good. Which ones? <laughs> um, I Brittany, I, Brittany Collins, Finch, Finch, yes, and then Weird I started Al. somebody else, but I can't remember who. It was either the one before hers or the one after. Uh, someone else from Seattle. I interviewed Erica Howard. Um, she's oh. a few episodes ago because I t- asked her like about her growing up in Seattle and the music scene and all that stuff. And yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's a very, it's a random, I mean, I've interviewed people that like announce at Met games to people that like wear Trump dresses at the Grammys to just right. like people that I've never, you know, I just never spoken to or people that randomly add me on Facebook. I'll be like, okay, thanks for adding me. Do you want to be on my podcast? And yeah, a couple of times that happened. So, yeah, but I've talked to a bunch of like met them at one NACA and before I knew it, they're on the podcast. Like, yeah, one guy's in Armenia and he's like just doing like 12. (laughs) I interviewed him like 12 hours away. Oh, wow. Time zone wise. So it's just, you know, you can do fun stuff like that. Yeah. And it's fun to get to to talk to different people all the time because so many people are connected to their phones when they're out in public or whatnot. It's kind of nice to just connect with different people. Yeah. And then people on their phones can connect with these episodes and it kind of all works out anyway. Um, yeah, for sure. And it's good, like, also like to know that we're not as crazy as, as the world makes us out to be. So it's yeah. nice to always have that, like, eh, we'll just shoot the breeze. Yeah, just listen to some some stories people have. And- cool. So any potential Seattle homeowners should contact you. Yes. Um, but sure. is there anything um, you would inc- to pr- want to promote to people to encourage them to check out? Whether it's your Instagram or something sure, wazoo related, it's up to you. I'll ask for your Instagram later for promotion's sake, but okay. um, anything you want people to just be like, hey, you want to know more about Renee or go or what Renee likes to do or I don't know. Um, that's mostly it. Sports yeah. and event planning. I My boss um, is does a lot of philanthropy philanthropy stuff sure so i've gotten to pull out my event planning experience for college nice. and help plan some really cool events that are benefiting the community nice um so yeah follow me on facebook and um we can share some of the philanthropy stuff we're doing we did a dance party last month that raised fifteen thousand dollars for a local women's shelter nice so um we're 
doing more events like that and stuff. So it'd be great to have more people come to this. Awesome. Well, yes, this is great. I will promote your stuff. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time. I will let you get back to your West Coast life. All right. Thanks for having me on. I had a good time. Oh, excellent. <laughs> All right. Can't thank Renee enough for coming on the podcast. Uh, I, as a favor to you guys, I made this commercial free, uh, quote unquote. Uh, one way this podcast is supported and what would allow me to do this more is if you guys could support me at patreon.com slash funny Evan. It's just a way to continually support creators like me uh, because I have a lot of uh, weird creative things I've been doing. Uh, and I'm very excited about things I'm releasing on, on many fronts. Um, but this podcast is a labor of love of mine. So your support is appreciated uh, by going to patreon.com slash funny Evan, patreon.com slash funny Evan. Yeah, I'm rusty. Uh, also, Awkward with Evan, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, awkwardwithevan.com. I've already said too much. Uh, see you soon, guys. We're in the 90s. Who's going to be next? Let's find out. Stay awkward because I am. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.